0: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. So you missed something tonight on After Midnight with Granger Smith. No worries, we got you covered. Welcome to the After Midnight
1: podcast with Granger Smith. You all ready? Here we go. Welcome to Thursday, America. Hey everybody, I'm Kenny Chesney. Hey, it's Dan and Shay. That's right. Hey, this is Miranda Lambert. Hey, it's Justin, hey, Justin Moore. Just this is... The one and the, the one and only. Now, name alone a is a staple in country music. Like, let's not lie. Welcome to After Midnight with Granger Smith. New Mexico mom Jackie Rodriguez and her daughter, Heaven Chavez, had quite a day on Saturday. An enormous sinkhole had developed at the base of a bridge crossing the Rio Grande at Los Lunas and had taken a huge chunk out of the sidewalk. A father biking over the bridge with his son was swallowed up by the sinkhole and was clinging to a pipe spanning the pit. While waiting for emergency services to arrive, Chavez risked her own safety to help the man. Heaven ultimately ended up pulling the man out of the sinkhole, likely saving his life. The mother and daughter are so thankful to have been there to help the father.
0: There's more after midnight headed your way.
1: For some strange reason, women just don't like it when you stand over them and watch them sleep especially when they don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, Earl is going to share this dumb criminal story when we get back on After Midnight. Hi, I'm calling from Farmville, Virginia. It's where I'm listening from. And I appreciate all the songs that you sing. Have a good one. Thanks. Well, thank you for the encouragement. I appreciate you listening. It's time
0: for Earl Dibbles and Dumb Criminals.
1: I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. I'm an honest boy, too, and crime don't pay. I got a story to prove it. Police in Tacoma, Washington, have arrested a man who allegedly broke into dorms at Pacific Lutheran University and groped female students over the weekend. The man is said to have entered two different dorm rooms and stood over sleeping female students. The man woke these young women up then promptly ran away. However, one of the victims ended up chasing the guy, attacking him with pepper spray and taking a picture of him. Later that evening, the department received information regarding the man's location and placed him under arrest. How dumb is that?
0: You're off After Midnight with Granger Smith.
1: Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith. Read a story yesterday about a possible one world currency coming up soon that is being developed right now. And and you can identify yourself through retina scanning or iris scanning, through your eyeballs, basically. And I made the, the analogy of the movie Minority Report with Tom Cruise. If you remember that movie, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of old. It's probably 17, 18 years old, something like that. But it's still so relevant. Steven Spielberg made that movie and asked many city planners in major cities across the world to predict for him what they felt like the trends of new cities would be several decades from now. And man, he was right on. Because now here we are talking about retina scanning, which is in that movie as well. And so then I kind of brought it up on the show, said, what do you think about this? What do you think about a possible one-world currency as a result of artificial intelligence taking up all these jobs, people are displaced from their jobs, and so they're going to get a just basic universal income. What do you think about that? I mean, this is not this is not front page news. A lot of people talk about this kind of stuff. I think it's wild. and And so I was asking yesterday, do you think that's cool? You could just sit at home and receive a universal basic income. Or do you think this is really bad? This is, this is heading down a really bad path. What do you think about this? 866-607-8383.
0: Um, I feel like it's a uh, control issue. I'm not for it. I feel like the uh, world One World Order, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, is behind this and they would like to track every bit of every movement that you make in your life, including what you spend your money on and what you're doing with your money. So. No, I'm not for it. I'm totally against it. And I feel like uh, I can handle
1: my own money and I can take care of my own self. Thank you. The One World Order kind of sounds like uh, something out of Star Wars, right? What what is it called in Star Wars? The First Order. You will listen and obey the First Order. (laughs) You know, it's funny because Hollywood oftentimes mimics what is the consensus of a possible future. It's interesting, right? Call me, 866-607-8383.
0: This reminds me of the Bible, where it says um, people will have tattoos on their
1: foreheads, and they'll be scanned, and if you don't have it, you won't be able to buy any food or, you know, anything that you
0: need. So, I wonder if this is moving towards the prophecy
1: of the end of times. Yeah, the, the study of the end of times is called eschatology. And it can be scary stuff. It could also be dangerous stuff because it's it's highly misunderstood. So we have to be careful when we start saying, hey, the Bible is predicting this and look, look, this is actually happening. Uh, there's, there. Are, let me say it this way. There are more important messages in the Bible. Hear me on that. There's more important messages in the Bible to listen to Instead of eschatology, worrying about a future world order, that's separate. That's that's separate. That's something that we we think about on a separate level. If if I'm making sense, I'm trying to choose my words carefully, call me 866-607-8383. What do you think about a one world currency? We've still got more After Midnight on the way. More of your thoughts on this topic coming up. Plus, I'll play New Morgan Wallen and Cody Johnson too, all when we come back on After Midnight. Thanks for staying up with us. This is After Midnight with Granger Smith.
0: I think people need to open their Bibles and read a little bit. That is a deathly sign that the end of time is bonus. Don't let them do that
1: to you. Okay, caller comes in as in a response to one world currency. It's actually the second call in a row I've gotten about eschatology, which means the religious study of the end of times. It can be. I, I said this. I said this earlier. Maybe we should say it this way. We should pump the brakes on that because we don't want to muddy the message. There's, it could get scary if we start saying, "Be careful! Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this." Don't that becomes legalistic. I remember when people started saying that about credit cards. It was like a big deal. Don't get a credit card, or you're going against the Bible, right? Because that's a mark of the beast. The credit card is. Well, we have to be careful with that. Same thing happened at Y2K. Who remembers Y2K? Everyone freaked out. It ended up not being anything. And so I'm going to say again, does this one world currency have religious implications? In fact, I'll just put it flat out like that. And I would, I would highly caution against that, me personally, thinking that way. Uh, like I said earlier in the last break, there's more important things to be worried about out of the Bible than eschatology, the study of end times. Because if you get there, if you, let me put it this way, if you get to that kind of situation where you're you're trying to debate whether or not to say yes or no to one world currency, then that would be putting the trust in your hands. Do you get what I'm saying? 866-607-8383. That
0: cryptocurrency you're talking about. Problem is, the government's gonna have control of that. And just like a new app or a paid thing coming out I've seen the other day, and so the government's gonna have control of that, It's gonna beat the cash apps, all these cash apps, but then if you're an essential worker, your car will work, that's fine. But if you're not an essential worker, like if there's another pandemic, you're, the government's got control of your money, you shouldn't be out. You can't go spend it, you can't buy nothing.
1: It seems to be a common theme, right? I mean, we talked last week about New York shutting down the the gas stoves. We've talked about electric vehicles. We've talked about now a cryptocurrency that can be controlled by some kind of artificial intelligence. It seems like the common denominator is all of this stuff can be turned off with a single button, right? That's not a conspiracy. That's just a mild concern. And just I'm pointing it out here that everything we've talked about can be shut off in a nanosecond. What does that say, right? Your currency, your transportation, your ability to cook, all of it can be completely shut down in a breath, in a heartbeat, in a push of a button. What does that mean for us? Call me 866-607-8383. We've gone down the gamut of implications that this could have on our life. But I'm still kind of waiting for someone to say, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not bad. Cryptocurrency, uh, universal basic income, artificial intelligence, none of it's bad. It's actually good for us. Who are you? Call me. I want to hear from you. 866-607-8383. Fun late night discussions. We are After Midnight. Thanks for staying
0: up with us here on After Midnight with Granger Smith. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith.
1: There's a professor that has broken the record for the longest time living underwater without depressurization. Joseph Deturi, who teaches at the University of South Florida, is a retired U.S. naval officer and has been living 30 feet deep in Jules' undersea lodge in the Florida Keys since March the 1st. He said it's been easy, though he admits, the thing I miss the most about being on the surface is literally the sun. Joseph is down there in an attempt to see how the body reacts to long-term exposure to extreme pressure. But there are long-term plans, too. The idea is to populate the world's oceans, to take care of them by living in them and really treating them well, says Joseph. So what is exactly Jules' Under the Sea Lodge, and how does a person stay down there for so long? The lodge is the only underwater hotel in the United States. It's situated on the ocean floor, and what's even crazier, guests have to scuba dive to get to their rooms, would you stay there? We've still got more of After Midnight with Granger Smith on the way. Ready for some history from today? Today, one famous president was nominated back in 1860. I'll share who it was when we come back on After Midnight.
0: Hello, my name is Stan Flint, from Mississippi. You would ask, uh, "What well, we're doing up this time of the morning. I'm on my way offshore to a heliport, get on a helicopter, fly about an hour and 45 minutes out in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico to work on them oil and gas producing platforms. That's what I'm doing up.
1: Keeping America rolling 24-7, brother. Thank you for the good work.
0: This day in history on Aperture Midnight.
1: On this day, May the 18th, 1804, Napoleon became the emperor of France. 1860, Abraham Lincoln was nominated for president at the Republican convention. 1927, Grauman's Chinese Theater opened in Hollywood. 1974, India exploded an atomic bomb for the first time. 1980, Mount St. Helens erupted. 2012, Facebook raised $16 billion, largest tech IPO in history. Some famous birthdays include slugger Reggie Jackson, SNL alum Tina Fey, Pope John Paul II, country singer David Nail, and the king of country music, George Strait. Those are just a few things that went down on this day in history.
0: You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith.
1: Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. Continuing to get phone calls from you guys about the demise of humanity. I I proposed that question a few days ago, and then so many people started calling in. and, And the flip side of that coin is not only what's the demise of man, but what is the hope of mankind? What's the savior of mankind? What's something that could save us from that demise? It's interesting because sometimes it's the same thing. For instance, artificial intelligence has come up many times from your phone calls as the demise and the savior. It just depends on how we handle each way. So what do you think? 866-607-8383. Late night discussions here. We're after midnight. Hey, how's it going Granger? Just headed to work. This is James from Leesburg, Georgia. I was thinking uh, the answer to your question is probably AI. I feel like it could be a great
0: thing, but I also feel like if it's not regulated the right way, it definitely could be our demise. All right, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one.
1: So if we were keeping score right now and chalking up on a chalkboard, I, I believe AI would be winning as the greatest threat to mankind. That's crazy, right? It's crazy if you think of it in that way, because if, if we're all g- collectively going to get together and go, "Hey, hey, what do you think the greatest demise is? What do you think the greatest threat is? What do you think the worst thing about humanity could be?" And, ev- and everyone just kind of chalked up together and said, "Man, I think it's artificial intelligence." Well, then logically, the next thing I would say is, well, it must not be that bad. The greatest demise to all of humanity must not be that big a deal. Why? Because we're doing nothing about it besides talking about it. Right? Let me put it this way. You remember that movie uh, Independence Day? Right? And and the, the massive meteor is coming towards the earth. So then we could say in that moment, this massive meteor is the greatest threat to humanity. And I would believe you because why? Because the whole world is coming together to put together a plan to stop it from hitting us. So I don't believe you. When you call and say AI is the greatest threat, I don't believe you. Because you're going about living your day like there is no meteor headed towards the earth that has AI written across it. It's interesting, right? I mean, it's a late night discussion. This is like sitting around a campfire talking But if I'm asking for the greatest threat of humanity, give me something. Give me something that's going to change your life and that you would change your life for. Otherwise, I don't believe it. Otherwise, it's just like another bad thing, like mosquitoes. What do you think the greatest threat to humanity is? Mosquitoes. Yeah, I kind of agree. I hate them. (laughs) Spray some bug spray. Done, right? But if we're talking about the greatest demise, I think it's something that would change your life so that you could turn it back around. Call me, 866-607-8383. Don't go anywhere. There's more After Midnight coming up. This conversation will continue here in a bit. Plus, I'm going to play Jordan Davis and Miranda Lambert when we come back on After Midnight.
0: Thanks for staying up with us. You're listening to After Midnight with Granger Smith. I heard you say you wanted a specific answers to society's demise. And I I dare say it, I think specifically, and I believe I can support it. uh, But I'll leave that up to your listeners to tie the connect the dots. The specific demise is feminism. um, And uh, women emotionally have uh, been uh, not allowed to be inside their feminine energy, They, they have become more masculine and men have become more feminine. So women, there's an imbalance now. When women traditionally were teaching children to be compassionate, nurturing, loving, caring, all those things. And dad's job was to teach them accountability, responsibility, uh, and and the such. So when the roles are reversed or not present, then the children miss out, lose out on certain facets?
1: Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I believe you. First of all, I don't know. I don't believe that you believe that humanity's greatest demise is feminism. I don't believe you. I don't think that, I don't think you believe that. I think that that's just a conversation starter. I think that's just a political position that gets people riled up. But I mean, if we start tearing down, if we start pulling back the layers on that, unpacking that, I think you find at the bottom of that is that, that men and women, since the beginning of men and women, they have always had a, a vast spectrum of personalities. And some men are very feminine. And some women are very masculine. And then the, the, the other side of the spectrum is also clear. And, and men and women are just born like this. You know, like sometimes women are just born tomboys. Sometimes they're just born super prissy. I mean, do you have a daughter? I, I would ask that. I would go down that path first. I'd say, you know, I've got a daughter, and I could tell you that I could I could help uh, accentuate her attributes and help her to fly and help, help encourage her and love her. But other than that, she's just who she is. I mean, she is just who she is. And I, you can't change people to that extent. You can't breed it out of them, you know. People are born with, with a fire that you just cannot put out. And I think that's a good thing. Like, I, I, don't, think, I don't think that would ever be part of a demise of mankind, like, like we mentioned earlier with the meteor in the movie Independence Day. Now, look, I see, what you're, I see what you're doing, and I see where you're coming from. You're not far off. Like, I hear you. We're seeing more and more of a blurred line between men and women. But I think that just requires better parenting. Like you say, feminism is a problem. I say, no, fatherhood is a greater problem than that. Like we need better fathers. And we know that's a bigger problem. So if I can name a bigger problem, then that would eliminate the hypothesis that feminism is mankind's greatest demise. Or even artificial intelligence. Okay, I'll give it. I don't know if I believe that. But I'll give it to you, artificial intelligence, you could make an argument that that could be mankind's greatest downfall, if handled the wrong way. But something like feminism, I, I listen, I'm not going against you. I'm just saying, I don't think you believe that. I think that's just a touch point today in 2023. Call me, 866-607-8383. We are After Midnight. You're up After Midnight with Granger Smith. Hey Granger, it's Gary
0: calling from Roswell, New Mexico. Out here in the oil fields, man. Have a good night.
1: That's the second call this morning about oil field workers. I appreciate you guys for doing the good work out there.
0: After Midnight with Granger Smith.
1: So what did we learn on Thursdays after midnight? Well, good news showed us how a normal family could be superheroes in their own neighborhood. Earl showed us how you can get in real trouble by watching strangers sleep. In our conversations, we learned... You After Midnight listeners are not that much into one world currency. Another day closer to the weekend. Hey, before you run off and get your Thursday going, let me remind you, God is great. And he's worthy of our praise. Yeah, I'm Granger Smith. Thanks for sharing your Thursday here with me. I'll see you back again tomorrow for Finally Friday.
0: You're up After Midnight.
1: After Midnight
0: with Granger Smith. Heard on more than 200 radio stations nationwide and all over the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Hit up aftermidnight.com to find a radio station near you. And make sure and follow us on Instagram at After Midnight Granger Smith. Thanks for listening to the After Midnight Podcast.